You're listening to World of Empowerment Radio. Your station for practical spirituality in a changing world. And here are your hosts, Angel Rose and Ahanu. Well, Angel Rose, we have a thrilling show on today. And you know what I find really interesting about this? Because you might remember some weeks ago, we spoke to a lady who had been abducted. Do you remember? She was leaving from somewhere in Europe, traveling to, the, to Canada, right. and she was abducted. Yes. And remember, she told us a harrowing story of this, this international gang that actually had the whole thing all sophisticated and worked out to the end about how they were trafficking in humans. Right. Do you remember? I do, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I found that really harrowing, especially in this day and age. I mean, to me, the days of slavery and all of that are, are well gone and over, but, but seemingly not, not the case. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what I find even more disturbing, though, is this more and more reports of child trafficking. And that's a very, very harrowing and disturbing trend. But we were impressed, though, by two things. The first was that this lady who we're speaking about, who we interviewed on the show, she actually got herself involved with the police force in Canada, do you remember? I do. And one of those policemen actually admitted that he recognised her, he saw her on the street, but didn't realise that she was being trafficked at the time he saw her. That's right. Do you remember that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And what's more, she ended up training the police force on how to recognise when children and adults were being trafficked. And I found that an amazing turnaround. Like, we talk all the time about forgiveness or utilising technology for the benefit and the good of everybody. And she was actually doing that in a very positive way from her own experience. Now, the second point is that on our show today, we have a couple by the name of Rona Swain and Dean Corrigan. And Rona and Dean have developed an app which in its way will actually help protect children from child trafficking. It will. Yeah, and that is something that I find very positive, very uplifting. It inspires me, in other words, that somebody would take this kind of trouble, go to this trouble to prepare something that would help prevent this kind of atrocity from happening to children in the future. Absolutely. And yeah. so this is why, you know, when they were creating this, I know about Dean and Rona. And they've been working on this for some years now. And I had told them that when they had it finished, that we'd have them on right away, Ahano, so that they could basically launch it to the public, promote it, tell people how to keep their children safer. It is sad that our world is the way it is today, Ahano, because yeah. there's so much of this going on. In fact, even since 2017, I've noticed, I mentioned it to you, Then all of a sudden on Facebook, I was seeing more and more posts about this one missing, that one missing. Yes. And it seemed to be a lot more than I normally see. But seemingly it has been going on for years. It's not something new. It's just with the advent of social media, we we hear about it faster. That's true. Yeah, 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 yeah. So let's bring Rona and Dean on because we're very keen to find out all the background to this and where you see it going. So you're very, very welcome to our show. Welcome, Rona and Dean. Hi there. Where are you calling us from? We're in Edinburgh in the UK. Ah, Edinburgh. 
Oh, they're in Scotland. Is that right? Yeah, no, Angel yeah, Rose no. has very fond memories of Edinburgh. Yes, we were just there two years ago in the castle. Well, we had a mission. Our mission was not, you know, we, we had something to do with the crown jewels, but we won't say anything more. <laughs> will we? People, will, people will think we were there to steal it, which we weren't. So tell us about your background. You're not both from Scotland, are you originally? I originally am. My, well, I'm half Northern Irish. Um, right. My mother grew up in Aberdeen and my dad's from Northern Ireland, but I grew up in Scotland. Okay. I've lived here all of my life, but Dean is not. <laughs> no, I'm, from, I'm originally from London. I moved up to Scotland um, about eight years ago, and I've been here since. Well, now, there's a great mixture of cultures that we have on the phone right now, don't we? <laughs> yes, yes. And, you know, we're going to get a lot of listeners just because of their accents. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. how it was with you. You know, we yes. couldn't keep people off the line when you were talking. Oh, okay, well, now. Not with that Irish accent. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, Rona, when you mentioned Aberdeen, I have to just mention very quickly that that is a place also that I know very well because many years ago in my youth I spent quite a number of years flying in and out of Aberdeen. In fact, there was a fatal aircraft accident that I was kind of lucky to survive out of that happened there right. many years ago. Ah, it was all connected with the oil business and so on. So I know Crown yeah. Street Crown Street in Aberdeen very well. <laughs> well you probably know you know more than I do about Aberdeen. I don't know if I've ever even been Right, yeah. Interesting place. Very interesting yeah. place. Now, yeah. let's get stuck into this device that you have created. At the introduction there, I mentioned about child trafficking and that kind of thing. So tell us what you've done. And what your motivation know, just, was for it. Just wanted to just quickly say before, I, before we go into that is that your over-introduction and everything that you said, um, I totally agree with. It was very strange to listen to you say it because that's exactly how I feel. And that was exactly the reason that I did it. <laughs> right. So, uh, yeah. Good, good. Okay. So tell us then about this app that you have developed. You've, you've a very interesting name on it. Yes. So Locate a Mobile. So obviously slow down, locate a mobile app is, is exactly what it says. It's an app that is designed for parents to keep a, a, a closer eye on their kids, um, just between them and their children. The, the kid doesn't see where the parent is, but the parent sees where the kid is, or right. kid is, as many, as many as you like. And okay. it, it okay. works globally all over the world. Right. But it requires the children to have a mobile phone, though. Is that the case? Yeah, yes. It requires them to have a phone. And initially, when I came up with this idea, it was 2004, um, I thought about it probably in about 2004 because I'd heard a lot of kids go missing, a lot of kids being trafficked, and you, you heard a lot of stories. And I always thought to myself, with technology, like, why isn't anybody doing anything about this? There's so many things that you could do. Right. So yeah. nobody, no, nothing was coming out. So I, I was given an idea. I spoke to Angel about, um, and I was given the gift of an idea and then I just had to work it to try and get it to this stage. It started out initially as a watch, um, but we couldn't get the rest of the fun into finishing it off. And then we thought everybody's got a phone. Now, nowadays, most kids have got a phone. Yes. So um, the, lead, the best thing we could come up with was 
an app, and, and, and the app is free. It's it's there's no cost. We, we made it for every, for everyone for free. You just you just go to the app store, download it, and off you go. You can track your kids anywhere in the world, real time, for nothing. It's got free texts and all sorts of things on there as well. Wow, that sounds amazing. Yeah. So, Dean, is it is it possible that the kids can mess with that? Well, I mean. Obviously, you know, the kids can delete the app, but I mean, I'm sure the parents will give them incentives such as, um, you know, you want a bit more freedom, go to the park, go down the shop, stay a bit close to me on the beach, but keep, keep your phone with you, and they've got the app, the apps on there, they, they, then they'll get more freedom because the parent just simply looks at the screen and it tells you exactly where your kid is. So you don't have that, that initial panic or you've got a first port of call. You can tech, there's free text on as well, so if they've run out of credits and they're in a Wi-Fi spot, they can use that. That's free. So right. it, it, we, we try to cover as many angles as possible with very limited funds mm-hmm. and uh, technical ability. And now <laughs> for the best we could come up with. <laughs> wow, well done. Now, for those of us who are not that familiar with the inner workings of the mobile phone and apps and so on, what's sure. different about the geolocation services that are already on the phone. In other words, if somebody goes missing, I mean, isn't it the first thing that the police will do is to actually track the location of the phone? Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a good point. But basically, we've just reinvented the wheel, but we've made it simple and put it all together in one app, which means that the phone is directly connected between you and your child, but it's encrypted. So everything that you say in all of your locations are encrypted. They're not given out. Your, your information is not shared. Right. So that's straight away. This app also is you can put like a, a mini geofence, like 100 meters around your kids if they're in a park or a beach. So if they go out of a pre-designated area or a bit further than you wanted to, they'll text you and say gone out of area. So you can just pick your phone and ring them or you just look at your phone and you'll see where they are. If within 100 meters, you'll probably be able to just shout them over. But the point is, is that it's an extra bit of security right. that hurts no one, that costs nothing, and mm-hmm. basically makes everybody so far that's used it feel much, much better. Yeah, so Dean, so let's just say your child gets out of range or you're home and your child had gone out for the evening. And would it show you, so you as a parent, if you're sitting home, Yes, can, you can see your child real-time live okay. right now. You can actually see them or where they are? No, no, we, we made some avatars, like, you know, so you can choose your avatar like a mummy or a little monster face because, you know, it was designed for kids between, I suppose, mobile phone age, which I think probably is acceptable for now, is about eight years old, nine years old, some of them are getting them, and to about the 12 barrier, but... The truth is, is it's such a useful tool to have anyway between just you and your friends because if you're out and it's noisy or you've not got good coverage, you haven't got to explain to them where you are. You just tell them, turn your locator on, <laughs> and you just go and find them. You, you, you sort of cut out all, the, all of the middlemen. Right. Right. So it's something that can be used then outside the family. I mean, could a, a corporation Absolutely. use it? Absolutely. I honestly believe initially it probably will be because between your wives and your girlfriends, if you know, you, you want to make things a lot simpler and easier and you have that absolute trust, it, it's, um, it's very easy to find each other because it's, it's your exact location. So one becomes a kid and one becomes a parent and you both have the app together. Hmm. You can use it however you want. It, you know, it, it's endless and it's unlimited and it's free. 
Right. This is how I can find you a Hano in Home Depot. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> it. You can, you can put a geofence on the house, and if you leave, you see it will ping you. You go, wait, you can ring up and say, where are you going, Hano? Where are you off to? <laughs> yeah, think of, think of the unless possibilities. Of course, yeah. Unless, of course, he turns the app off, but then, then you've got no job. Yes, because I remember several years ago, Dean, where... I heard mention of something similar like this, and there was an outcry, actually, at the time from people who were saying, hey, that's an invasion of privacy. You know, I don't want people tracking me. So what's the argument from that point of view? No, absolutely. Like, I think there's a very fine line between using technology positively and using it negatively. Yes. And, I mean, for instance, you've heard of this chip in Malarkey. Like, I think that, that I mean, I think that's a disgrace. If that ever comes out, I mean, I think that's as inhumane as it gets. But, but like, something like an app that's, that's in controlled by the parent only between them and their children. It's not between them and the world. Right. And it's all, it's all private information. So they can take the kid off it, take the kid on it. It's very simple to, to take the app off or put it on somewhere. It's not intrusive. You use it because you want to. Not because anyone's got anything on you or anything attached to you. It's complete free will. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Dean, let's say something was going on with a child and somebody, God forbid, abducted your child. What would yeah. you see as a parent on that app? Would you see? Right. Well, well, ba- ba- basically, this is the exact reason why I designed it. You know, unfortunately, because of things like that. Right. It, what, what will happen is, is that if you're, if you're on a beach or in a shopping centre and you, and you put the app on your kid's phone and it actually does inside buildings and it also does levels, floor levels also. So you could see it's in a building on level three. It's that accurate. Mm-hmm. Um, so if, the, if your kid has gone missing and they've disappeared in that panic of going to the security card, you've got to notify the police in the 24 hours because they could have gone missing and all of the rigmarole that comes with that you have a direct link as to where the phone of your child is. And if it's in their coat pocket or in their pocket where it should be and the person doesn't realise that they have located on that phone, you're going to see exactly where they're taking that child real time. So mm-hmm. you could actually get, if the, if the vehicle stopped for any amount of time, you'd know that, that, that that's the general, the general area they're in and you could be at that property within minutes. Right. Right, and is it the same in a forested area? It, it's it's uh, it, it's obviously with phone phone is only really going to be as good as the phone coverage um, of the network yeah. of the phone. Yeah. Oh, the, okay. the, the, the watch that I wanted to design and that hopefully I will in the future has a separate GS GPS in the watch, so it, so it mitigates that, which is what I wanted to do. But this is the best we could do with what we have so far. So it is really good coverage, but obviously heavy density wood areas, if there's no phone, if there's no cell coverage, you're not going to, you're not going to get the uh, mm-hmm. app work, the mm-hmm. uh, iteration you get. But, yeah. so, so tell me a little bit before, Hano has a question too, but tell me a little bit about the watch. What your, yes, the, what your plans are for the watch. The, the watch, um, actually it's a bit of a blessing in disguise that I couldn't get it out first of all. Because I'm not as I'm not as aware or as conscious as I was when I was younger, and a lot of the mobile phone technology is not good for kids. Like the GSM that it pulls in, all the signal, all, all the energy it pulls in, it's not good at all. And there's a lot of other systems that we can use, um, which is there's one called um, it's what is it? 
WiMAX, not Wi-Fi. WiMAX using using radio waves. We can we can take a strip a lot of the stuff out of the mobile phones and put in or the cell phones, you call it, and put in the um, newer technology uses radio waves and GPS. So there's much much less um, t- uh, energy uh, radiation being pulled towards that phone. So we're getting we're trying to get away from putting anything harmful on the kids' wrists, basically. Right, right. Now all of this assumes. Dean, that the child is compliant. In other words, if you've got a very well-behaved child who says, yes, mummy and daddy, I will keep the phone with me at all times, no problem. But what happens yeah. if you have a child like I was when I was young? And I would, I would toss that thing in the nearest skip and say, you're not, you're, you're not <laughs> going to know where I am. What, what happens then? Well, the, the, the funny thing is, is that we've actually we thought about that as well. And on the kids' version... There's an actual map, and it shows the kid where they are. So, so for them, for their end, they've just got a map of where they are, which which shows them the streets, the building names, and everything else that's local to where they are. Mm. They can also get sent routes from their parents, like of where to go, meet them at a shop, meet them at a restaurant, meet them at nans or grands or wherever. Yeah. You can send a predestined route to that, and it gives them exact um, directions to get to that destination. And then, of course, there's games we put on it as well, like the pedometer, so you can, they get badges for walking certain distances and stuff like that, and, and they can compete with their friends, things okay. like that. So there are incentives for them to keep the phone with them? Yeah, I mean, probably the best incentive is is that when you're pushing for that freedom, like, can I go to the shop? We're not old enough yet. Can I go to the shop? I'm not being old yet. Can I go to the shop? I've got to locate one. So you can track my, my whereabouts on the way and watch me walk back. Uh, maybe. Hmm. Yeah, see, if you're a juvenile delinquent like Ahana was, like he, <laughs> you'd be conveniently leaving that phone home. I'd, what I'd, you, I'd tie it to the dog or I'd attach it to a donkey or something. And then <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think a lot of bribery tactics by the parents would need to be employed here. But, but I think for the most part, in all honesty, because it shows you where you are, like it is good fun. And I'll tell you what, it does become addictive, like where people are and what they're up to. Right. So you mentioned about this being a cost and you've done it free for everybody to download. How are you able to do that, Dean? And I'm keen because, you know, you've obviously gone to a lot of expense to create something for a very magnanimous purpose. And I'd love to know... How are you surviving? Yeah, that's an amazing gesture of a thing to do. I think we're going to have to do another show to tell that story. <laughs> All right, okay. okay. It was extremely difficult. It was a nightmare. Yeah. Um, but, but my favourite saying, it's done now. Okay. It's, it's done now. So Yeah. yeah. So in terms of like uh, getting the funds to do the watch and to continue with this then, have you thought of crowdfunding? Is that something that you guys have thought of? Actually, we, we've actually put a campaign up on um, Indiegogo okay. at the moment. Um, and we, we, we can obviously share links to that as well. Where We've just explained to people that it's, it's a very strange thing, Indiegogo, crowdfunding, because you give perks and you give, you give um, a reason for you to donate. But the truth is, is that we've already made it and it's free. So we don't have anything to offer. All, all, all we were really saying was, if you've got a dollar or a pound or whatever, 
it can help us to develop this app, which will be far more superior. Every time we get a bit more money, I'm just going to make it better and better and better. Because mm. we have a basis now, we have a foundation. It's not the best app in the world, but it does exactly what I said it would do, and to the best of what we could afford. And we're just going to keep going with it now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, we'll have to make sure we promote that, Hannah, for Absolutely. them. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 So let's take great. this opportunity now to remind our listeners that we're speaking with Rona Swain and Dean Corrigan, who have developed a little mobile app called Locker Mobile App, and it's spelled Loc- L- Locator. Oh, I beg your pardon, Locate. Yeah, because uh, the, number eight, the yeah. number eight. Now, this is really cool because kids get this kind of stuff, whereas uh, that passes right by me. But the name <laughs> yeah. of it is Locator. So it's L-O-C, the number eight, E-R, Locator mobile app. And they can actually find it on locatormobileapp.com. And I think I better spell that out because for me, I need it. L-O-C, number eight, E-R, mobile app. Dot com. Did I get that correct? Couldn't have said it any better. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick little studio break. We'll be right back after this. Years of research, thousands of profound statements, hundreds of sessions, miles of transcripts, months of listening, a vast archive of personal power and spiritual awareness awaits you. Join worldofempowerment.com today, a website of practical spirituality. For your fast-changing world, worldofempowerment.com. All right, I'd like to talk to Rona for a minute, Ahanu. Rona, being with Dean and both of you working on this, can you talk to us about what your part was in all of this and how did you put up with somebody who was probably a frustrated scientist for years? Uh (laughs) You just got Got to let him get his excitement out, and then he calms down. He's all right, really. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. um, my role, I really just acted as a support system to Dean, I suppose, in the best way that I could. I did a lot of the communicating between ourselves and the developers, and really, it was a lesson in awareness and a lesson in how much I could learn about making an app for the very first time. I mean, right. we both went into this. Pretty blind, well, completely blind. We didn't, neither of us had ever made an app before, so we spent a lot of time researching and reading and making mistakes as yes. as you do. Yeah. But um, I wouldn't have changed any of it. I loved every minute of it, even when it was horrible. Right, right. And it sounds like you're just going to continue to produce more and more sophisticated types of things. And I think it's the idea that was divinely inspired for you guys. And so let's talk about that just for a moment. How or where were you of missing children and children being stolen and trafficked? Well, you, you, you really can't escape it here in the UK for sure. It's always in the news. Um, whether it's it's popping up on Facebook or you're seeing it on TV, it's, it's always there. So from the very beginning, this made complete sense. And I do really think that for it to be a mobile app, it's perfect for kids. And there's no way really that kids are going to leave their phones down because they are permanently in their hands. That's so, true. Like it or not. I mean, I don't know how, how, how much it happens in the US, but literally every kid... Young young child, teenager, you see with a mobile phone, it's in their hand and they're looking at it. So 
from that respect, I think it's going to get a lot easier. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that is true. Like, I have a granddaughter who's 10, and she's attached to it. So it is true. It is true. Hmm. So that's a great thing to have. But, you know, I do see how adults can be using it to track each other, too, uh huh? Yeah. Like, for example, Rona, when I go out, okay, and I always say to her, I take the cell phone. We only have one. And I say to Ohano, leave Skype on, would you, in case I need to talk to you? Well, no. Conveniently, he <laughs> oh, he just doesn't turn it on or he forgets where he is and, and you know, comes home and gives me some excuse. So now, Ohano, I think we'll get you a phone and I can have the have the little monster that represents you on there. <laughs> well, you know, the, the good thing is about the app is that... Um, it runs in the background. So say if a kid has logged in and obviously they're not going to spend the entire time on on the app, but when they come out of it, it continues to run in the background. And unlike other apps which we've seen around, which maybe attempt to be location-based apps as well, they only update every 30 seconds with a real-time location, but ours is literally as it happens. So... Oh, that's fantastic! Mm-hmm. You can't really get more accurate than that, right? Yeah, that's great. You mentioned earlier; uh, I think it was Dean mentioned about the development of the app, and you said, Rona, how you've been around it since the beginning, and how you never expected it to go the way it did, and all all of the technology around it, and it was a big learning curve. Yeah. Now, it seems because there are so many apps on mobile phones these days that. On the surface, it looks like an easy thing to do, and it looks like everybody has an app for something. There's an app for this, there's an app for that. So on the surface level, it looks like an easy, but can you give us a little bit of the background difficulties that you encountered when developing an app like this Locator mobile app for when your little explorers venture too far? Yes. Um, well, you have to really break everything down. If anyone out there wants to build an app, try and keep it as simple as you possibly can. Right. The minute you start to try and complicate things, that's when things don't go quite as well as you're hoping. But. Okay. So, from our point of view, we kind of obviously go into these things with all these ideas and you want it all singing, all dancing. Mm-hmm. But you do have to consider your budget and you do have to prioritise a lot of um a lot of the time. Right. So, yeah, keep it simple. Prioritise. Right. And keep an open mind as well. Always, like, see every mistake as an opportunity to make it better. Right. That makes sense, and I'm <laughs> glad you mentioned that. Yeah. And in terms of version 2, or the next stage of development, do you take the initial failed options, or the, the options that were too expensive at that point in time and try and integrate them into version two. Do you know what I mean? Like for your next phase of development of this. Yeah, I, I totally get what you mean, but I, th- mm. I think Dean's got something to say about this. Okay. At the yeah, it's... With, with the next phase of development, like, for, for me, Locat Mobile App was designed by some made by us for free. So it will always be free, like that version. So every kid in the world has got a phone and their parent can download the app anywhere in the world and they can now see where their kids are and they can put a little fence around them and, and, and stuff like that. They can do that. That'll always be free. Mm-hmm. So the next version normally people would do is update that version mm-hmm. and then they charge for it. So right. what we're going to do is we're just going to update 
the next version with the next whatever money we can get in and so we develop the next version is a lot more we'll have a lot more features on it right and then we'll just do a subscription or something like 50p a month or you know like a dollar a month something that's it's not not really not really effective but you can make calls on it you can text on it and it's it, it does so much more than what this one does right yeah 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 i wondered because they say that that the long-term success is in the continuous development because technology as it moves on and as the mobile experience moves on you must stay abreast of those developments absolutely i mean the truth is is that um, once once you use this once you use this app and you, and you see it for yourself what you'll notice is, is that if the kid does wander off or goes out the first thing you're going to want to do is call them and obviously if they're going to want to call you and if you run out of credit as i said you can use wi-fi so we have to be able to have that ability as well because then it's more connectivity to their parents which in the, which is more security more safety for everyone right Right. Plus the, the yeah the close proximity it just it will just make it slicker faster and it, it will have phone calls. Right. I have, I have a question, Ahano, and this might be my lack of technology awareness, but for example, if I have a phone and I'm out, and Ahano does not have a phone, but he is online, he's on Skype perhaps or online. Can he still find me, or is it only from cell phone to cell phone? Has he got an iPad? Yes. Then yes. Oh. Oh, don't be giving her ideas, <laughs> Dean. <laughs> hey, I'm just answering the question. Yes, yes, yes. No, I think, could you elaborate on that a little bit more? Because, you know, there, there are people who maybe only have one cell phone in their home, but they, they would have an iPad or something like that. So yes, how would that work make, exactly? You can make the iPad the parent and the phone the child. So whoever goes out as a child, you can see from the iPad where they are, communicate via text, and they can communicate back. Mm-hmm. Right, that's wow. Great, Ahana. That's great, no, Ahana. I don't know if I get lost. I'm only thinking if I get lost, Ahana. If you get lost, Engel Rose, I will find you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No. They made a film about that, didn't they? Yeah, they did. He's trained very well. Uh, okay. Now, here's a question that I want to ask you, and then, unfortunately, we do need to begin winding down. But let's remind our listeners, first of all, we're speaking with Rona Swain and Dean Corrigan, who are the developers of the Locator mobile app which is a little app on a phone for when your little explorers venture too far. Very neat little app indeed. And I want to ask about the experience of your current users. Like what what kind of feedback have you got from parents or children so far? Can you give us, you know, a few little testimonials or a little bit of feedback? Actually, we can't because we just literally got it into iTunes. Oh, okay. So it's that new. It's it's about it's about a week old. Yeah, I snapped them up. Wow, I'm impressed. They didn't waste any time. You're you're, you're way, way, way ahead of the curve. Like, you know. Okay, cool. Right, that's absolutely wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. We do have an app that tells us how many downloads there are, and so far we have, I think, something like. 40-odd downloads from various parts of the world. Some countries I couldn't even pronounce. I don't even know how they would know. Yes. But, uh, you know, luckily with AppStore, it is a massive audience. And mm-hmm. If you're looking for 
certain like location-based stuff is going to pop up and uh, with your help it's going to pop up a lot more wow that's fantastic and this show is available on itunes and in that way it's available all over the world but what about different devices like um, androids and other things yeah it's also on google play and available over android too and we've done the cross-platform so both android and os talk to each other also that's absolutely wonderful that is absolutely out of everything he did well do you know something i i'm very impressed with you both and just to come full circle when we spoke earlier about abductions and and child and adult trafficking i really hope and pray that your vision will even if eliminated and prevented one such abduction it really would have been worth it all wouldn't it well, Anu, you, you just hit the nail on the head, and this is what I believe it's going to do, and I hope with people like yourself and others spreading the word and using it, that what will happen is that locator, if it became mainstream, people that take kids do it by chance, and they do it when, it, when, when it's there, and, it, and they think they're going to get away with it. Once, once the, this app becomes common knowledge, if you're a person that takes kids, uh, you're going to absolutely think twice about if they've got a phone and if it is in fact got an app on it located that, that you can be tracked with. So all of a sudden, just by default, it should drive down a lot of the nonsense and the trouble in the world yeah. because now there is a fear of being caught. And it's free. Everyone can get it for free. It mm. Mm. Unless Unless the abductor takes their phone and throws it somewhere. But at least... In that case, they'd still know the last spot the child was. Yeah, but the problem is, yeah, you're absolutely correct, but when you're taking kids, you're trying to do it anonymously, like it's normal, looking for their phone, fumbling around, chucking it away, that raises massive suspicion, so it's it's making it doubly hard. Mm -hmm. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not just as easy just to take them, are you thinking, have they got a phone, where is it? It, 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 It does start to make you, like... I could get caught here, and that's what I really wanted. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. That's absolutely fantastic. So we're at the place now in the show where we need you to be giving out the details on how people can get it, and how can they contact you if you want to put that out there for any reason, any questions they might have. That's completely up to you. But do tell our audience where they can get the app and download it, how to download it. Sure, so you can go to our website, which is locatormobileapp.com, and you can just follow the links from there, or you can head straight to the App Store or Google Play Store, and um, just remember that it's one app for parents and one app for kids, so you're going to see two Locator Mobile apps in the App Stores when you get there. Oh, I see, okay, and that's L-O-C, the number 8, E-R, mobile app. Yes, dot com. That's the dot website. Com. Mobileapp.com. You can follow us on Facebook and Twitter as well. If you just hit um, Locator Mobile App on we'll all of them, you'll find us there as well. And indeed, if you want to email us, it's locatormobileapp at gmail.com. Okay, then one more thing. How can people find your Indiegogo funding? How can they donate yeah. to you? Um, thank you for reminding me about that. We have six days left. Um, I think it's about six days left on the campaign. Um, you just head to indiegogo.com. So that's I-N-D-I-E-G-O-G-O.com. 
And again, just search for Locator Mobile App and then our story is there, our little video is there. Oh, we'll put a link to that too. Yeah, um, that, that's it. Okay. I think the webpage also um, has a link. So the front page of the website, you should be able to, to get to the campaign from there as well. Right. Well, all of that fantastic. is fantastic. They made it easy, didn't they? Did, uh-huh. Rona and Dean, it's been an absolute <laughs> pleasure. And you know something? We sincerely and genuinely wish you the best of luck with this. I, I think it's a very brave adventure that you're on and I, 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 the height of respect for what you're doing and especially to have volunteered your own money for its development. I think it's a marvellous thing. So blessings to okay. you both. Fantastic. You guys did your All homework. Right. I wish, <laughs> I'm wishing you the best best of luck and we'll be looking forward to that watch, Ahano. Yes, we will indeed, yeah. And we'll put the various links on our website as well and we will give this every boost and every blessing going forward. Thank you very much. You're welcome very very much. Talk to you soon. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. You have been listening to Angel Rose and Ahanu on World of Empowerment Radio, your station for practical spirituality in a changing world.